Otherwise, it's all right. What's up, Steve? What's up, Kevin? What are we talking about today? We are talking about simplicity and simplifying your life, simplifying the way you think about things, and not necessarily like don't think about things and like don't think thoroughly about things and rationally about things. But how do we simplify the way that we do things, think about things, um, and decide on things? And why do you think this topic is really important and relevant for our viewers today? Mm, because I think it, when you overthink things and you try to consider too many factors and irrelevant factors, that uh, you end up in paralysis or you end up making the wrong decisions analysis paralysis yep analysis paralysis you also end up making the wrong decisions because you don't have clarity with the right key metrics or the right decision-making factors um, and learning how to simplify things I, I would also say is actually more comp sometimes more complex than being complex mm. you know what I mean but at the same time, it's just a it's just a matter of uh, relaxing and not overthinking things, right? So uh, I'm trying to think of a, a good example here. Um, so let's say we, we talked about sales last week, right? Right. Um, and you have let's say 50 different prospects, right? And they all have entered your pipeline at a different time, right? and uh, you know bits and pieces about them, right? Or maybe some people you don't know so much about. And you're looking at your pipeline, 50 different people. You haven't made a damn sale this entire week, and your manager is giving you pressure to say, hey, why aren't you closing, aren't you closing any orders, right? Or why aren't you making any sales, right? And now, what do you do? Right, you're now looking through your pipeline, trying to figure out like who it is that you're going to close. So you end up calling, you know, a bunch of different people and end up not getting anywhere because you're scattered in so many directions. Because your you, pitch is generic. Yeah, your pitch is generic. You're trying to make things right, and so uh, where I'm trying to get at is with those fifty different people, just find out maybe two or three of those people who you think are actually going to close the order instead of looking at it uh, so complicated like with 50 different people that you're trying to close, right? Or you're trying to get people to order. So you focus it down and you simplify, hey, who's the one person that's going to order today? Let me see what I could do to make that person order, right? What can I make this? What uh, what does this person need to know? What could I provide for them? What are some senses of urgency? What are some value adds that I can give to this person in order for them to close? What does it take, right? Okay, I know this person um, needs X, Y, and Z before that. Okay, how can I provide that to him, or how can I eliminate the needs for that for him to move to the next step? And then that's one. Right, and then you focus from fifty to one. So fifty concentrate to your efforts. Concentrate your efforts to simplify, right? Because when that's a, actually a good key topic is how to simplify. Is when you're trying to do too many things at once, you can't simplify. 
because you're all over the place. You're overwhelmed. You can't prioritize. You can't prioritize. That's a key principle. How do we prioritize that one thing to simplify that moment, simplify that day to achieve success? Sure, maybe you'll eventually go through those 50. You know, probably not. All those 50 people aren't going to buy from you. They could, you know, you but accept reality. you just have to accept reality that maybe 10% of those people. Well, now, actually, if 10% of 50, then there's five. Your actual focus. close and, and follow-up should only be really five people. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so I think yeah. prioritization is a great point that you yeah. brought up um, about streamlining you know, your life, simplifying your goals is... A lot of people, myself included, probably you and I included, have the problem of not being able to prioritize what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And I guess a great way that would allow us to focus on what, what matters most is to reverse engineer the goal, mm -hmm. right? Don't start off with, ah, I have all these things that I have to do, all these check boxes that I have to check off by the end of today. Let's just start the day off thinking, what am I trying to get to the, like what what needle am I trying to move by the end of today start the day off with that and then go back one step and say okay if my goal today is to close orders right what step do I need to do to go back to close the orders right mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of like what you said how many orders do I need to begin with for today right? mm -hmm. and of those um, orders that I need for today how many opportunities do I actually have in my prospect in my pipeline to, to basically narrow down. And of the people that need to be closed, what specific thing do I need to do for each of those individuals for them to order? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like looking at it from a big scale. Mm -hmm. Oh God, I have this quota, right? I have to meet the quota of 18 to, to 25 cars for this month. Mm -hmm. Well, if you tell yourself I have to sell you know, 25 products or 25 units of anything this mm -hmm. month, mm -hmm. then you're going to overwhelm yourself on day one because you're going to say, I can't reach that mountain. But if you divide it by, okay, there's 30 days in a month. I have four weekends. So that gives me about 22 to 24 days mm -hmm. um, a month, depending on how many weekends, you know, how many days are in this month, you know, 28 or 31 days. But if you do that, it's kind of like you said, you can just focus on one person a day, one thing a day, you know? Instead of saying, I need to lose 50 pounds uh, right away. Right? In one day. In one, this is that. not happening. Yeah. There's no fucking way that's happening. Just yeah. say, give yourself a reasonable deadline that you think is achievable, right? Maybe three months, maybe half a year. Mm -hmm. How many days is that? That's 90 days, 180 days. So divide it. If you lose half a pound a day, you are going to be freaking skinny as fuck. Or not skinny as fuck, but fit as fuck. You, know, yeah. you might exceed your goals already. And it's not to say that it's going to be linear, but if you give yourself half a pound a day, that is much more doable than 50 pounds. It's much more palliable. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, what other examples or instances do you think where we, we overcomplicate things? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, obvious ones. Mm -hmm. I think life too, and this is like a, a great principle that I feel like can be translated to so many different things. You talk about prioritization, right? Uh, shrinking your big goals into small goals by reverse engineering, taking the right steps, doing the math, and finding out what you need to accomplish for that day. Um, and I think that, that translates to life too, really. Uh, so for example, you have so many different factors in life, right? Say you have a girlfriend, or say you have a boyfriend, say you have 
kids, you have a family, um, and you have a pet, or whatever it might. You have a pet, um, and then you, so you have your family, right? And then you also have your friends, and then you also have your work life. Then you also have like, you know, your aspirations of what you want to achieve, and then now you're like juggling these three things, and you feel like life is so complicated and so busy. You, can't you don't find have balance. you don't have time, right? You can't find a balance. And you're beating yourself up because you're going in all these different directions and you're not going anywhere, right? You end up getting caught up in life. You end up not doing or accomplishing what you set out to do. Perfect example is,、um, oh, it's my goal to go to the gym and work out and get fit, and that's like a very common New Year's goal, right? And then all of a sudden, people just say, "Oh, life gets caught up. I'm too busy, etc." I'm too busy, right? Or another great example is, "Oh, I've always wanted to start that business," and then people go, "Oh, like, but what if? What about?"、Um, Like I have work, you know. Then I have all these different things I have to do have to every day. Out, I have to take tired, care. Of it. I have to eat. I have to sleep. Stuff like that. Stuff like that, right? So it becomes excuses and complications that you're adding to it. it it's almost like you have 50 things in your now your, your pipeline, but 50 things in your pipeline of life that you're trying to quote unquote close or accomplish, but yet in that、Achieve、moment、them. you're you achieve none of them. Right, you're not simplifying it down to one at a time, and it's okay. You could tackle all those different things, but when you're trying to juggle it, at least do one thing a day or one thing that hour. Like for example, right now, Siri,、so、like we're filming this podcast,、right. but we're doing a whole bunch of other stuff. But we're spending this one hour talking about one topic, energy focused on one thing at one, one time. One thing at a time is the, another great way. To simplify things, right? How do we prioritize?、Um, I think how do we prioritize? You know, in, in、mm-hmm. you talking about all these different aspects of life, is the ability to eliminate,、mm-hmm. right?、Mm-hmm. The reason why we're so overwhelmed and too quote unquote busy is because we don't have the ability to eliminate what's not important.、Mm-hmm. A lot of things that we think is important, when you really think about it, probably isn't that important, right?、Um, Now there's this myth where a lot of us think that we can multitask, you know. But what I think is really interesting about us as as people, as humans, is I I really think that at at any given time the most you can really do concentrate on different things. Maybe I have different abilities to multitask, but I really think there's no more than two to three things you can do at one single time. And even then, you're diverting your efforts and energy and lowering your quality of the two to three things that you're trying to do. Hundred percent at one time. Hundred percent. You know, so I think it comes down to eliminating. And how do you eliminate what's not important versus what is important?、Um, you have to understand what goal is the most important for you, right? If your goal is I need to be fit, you've got to eliminate、um, the habits of of drinking, or you've got to eliminate the time that you go out and eat out more、mm-hmm. often. You know, you might have to eliminate、um, the time that you usually do for other leisure to maybe prep. Prep food, healthy food, for yourself, so that when you are hungry, you can eat healthy things. You know, just stuff like that. You have to streamline it. You have to eliminate the forty-five people in the pipeline that really are not going to matter today. That you don't need to call today. You just need to call those five. Exactly. That's 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 very very key. And I think the best way to simplify is 
to prioritize and go one at a time. But I think it's also, um, if we want to kind of divert into like a, like a separate principle, I think it's also like, um, identifying what you value. If we're talking about simplifying your life as a whole, let's just say out of sales, right? Um, how do we do that? Right. I think sometimes some people, a lot of people nowadays, a lot of, I have friends who come to me saying, Hey, like, I don't know what I want to do in life. I, I, uh, you always, you know, seem like, you know, you want, you know what you want to do. Um, and I feel very confused. I don't know what my dreams are. I don't know what my aspirations are. And I, and I don't think you do need to know that. I think, um, I think like for, what's important is maybe just like, Hey, you know, what excites you, right? Or, Hey, what, what do you like to do? And then just start off that little trail of excitement or start off on that little trail of curiosity to eventually try one thing, right? Um, at you a time that, to accomplish that. Yeah. yeah. You had that um, really interesting story about your travels. Why don't you share that? I think that's a really cool story. Uh, so this actually kind of happened over a span of a few years, right? So when I was 18, uh, I went to Africa and I lived in Zimbabwe for a year, right? And I did that because I was one, like into photography at the time and I wanted to take some cool pictures. But number two, I wanted to do some self-discovery and identify like my purpose in life and like, just self-discovery. You did right? it for a year? A month. A oh, month. Okay. Yeah, I, I was like, holy crap, no, one year. I, 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 a I, month, li I lived there for a month, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, I traveled there by myself, lived there for a month. Okay. And had a great time. A lot of great insights. Uh, and then I came back and I was no better off than I started when leaving for the trip, right? I still didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I was still contemplating different ideas, different career paths. And then um, I went down that road and I kind of knew throughout college. And then I like started pursuing like one thing, which was kind of like marketing. And then I was like, oh man, like uh, I'm not sure if this is exactly what I want to do either, right? And then I decide to try traveling again. And then I go to Tibet, right? And then when I, go to Tibet, I maybe stay there for two weeks. I felt like I was in the most remote part of the world. It was very exotic. I had a really great time, took some great photos, had great experiences. But that period of soul searching, I didn't find that eureka moment. And so it kind of comes back and I had that realization of like, hey dude, you're never gonna have the eureka moment. You're never gonna find your ultimate purpose in life or that moment or that spark. I feel like maybe you will and you're super lucky, but a lot of people don't. And they're waiting around for it's this like little that voice. Hollywood kind of yeah. scene where it's like light bulb up goes off, my life changes just like that. It doesn't happen like it that. It doesn't happen like that. You're like for me at least, I've never had that voice. It's right? a process. And I know people and the way and the way I know this is I've talked to like maybe some forty year olds and fifty year olds who also said they never had this voice in their head. All they did was they followed their curiosity and they're like, Okay, this seems interesting. Let me try it. And they dug deeper and they never gave up on it. Comes back to one step at a time, right? Yeah. You know, and then just going and saying, hey, this looks interesting. Let me try that. And then see where it goes. Oh, okay, you know, I, this actually is really interesting. Let me keep trying that. And it ends up into something that they do for life. 
It's kind of like that trail run that we alluded to a long time ago. Yeah. On the previous episodes, if you guys have tuned in. But um, it sounds like you just take steps one at a time, slow, slow steps, baby steps. Mm-hmm. But then once you've kind of built momentum, you've hit your stride, then it becomes a sprint. Yeah. But then when you start sprinting, you realize it's really not a sprint. It's a long-ass run. Mm-hmm. It's a run that keeps on going. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a visual that, that I see with, with a lot of things that we do in life. But what a lot of us are trying to do is we're trying to take one, two steps in eight, ten different directions. Yeah. And you end up going nowhere physically. Here's a good di- a diagram that I got in the book uh, called Essentialism. Um, and very, very good book. Highly recommend it. Uh, essentialism and there was a diagram that really spoke to me so imagine you draw a circle right Right. and you have an arrow uh, of two inches pointing in one direction and then another arrow coming out of the circle pointing in another direction another two inches right and then another arrow and you keep doing that around the circle let's say maybe ten times right so now you have a bunch of two inch arrows 10 different two inch arrows going in separate directions from that circle. And where does that circle go? There's no sense of direction. It's kind of in deadlock. It's It's in deadlock. It stays in the same place, right? Those arrows are movement paths for that circle to move somewhere. Now that circle is you, right? Now let's say you take those 10 two inch circles and you combine them into one line in a single direction where does that circle move? It starts moving to the direction you want. 20 inches, 20 inches in one direction, and that circle actually moves somewhere. It moves huge distances. You just move 10 times by doing one-tenth the, the task that you think you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really good metaphor. Really good metaphor. Because it's, yeah. it's funny because it's just just like, I'm no physics major, but it, it just it sounds like the way the physical world works, too. Mm-hmm. You know, at least at least based on the physical laws of Earth, right? If you have gravity pulling on an object in all different directions, yeah, you, there's not really going to be any sort of push or pull. It's just stuck in gridlock. It, it it's paralyzed. It's paralyzed. We're going back to analysis paralysis, but if you just, even if you didn't move all 10 arrows in one direction, if you just took off one or two arrows, right, you've kind of unloaded that burden of being stuck in one place. Maybe you're not moving 20 inches in one direction, but... Now you're moving six inches in the direction that you want to go. You know what I'm saying? Everyone thinks ah, it has to be twenty inches, or you know, or twenty miles, or it has to, or it's zero. But really, the important thing is that you have a direction to begin with, and that you're moving incrementally. It doesn't matter if it's two millimeters, you know, twenty feet, you know, two hundred meters, two hundred miles. The point is, is that you're actually moving. Yes. Right? If you're not moving, then you're you know, people get depressed and sad and angry and frustrated because they feel stuck. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we don't realize the reason why we're stuck is because we're enforcing or, or you know, burdening ourselves with these 10 different directions. Right? Mm-hmm. Going back to it may be your relationship, it may be your health, it may be your family, it may be your career, it may be your coworkers, it may be your pet or, or relative or whatever situation or an addiction, whatever it is that you have that's pulling you in different, different directions, mm-hmm. you know. So that's a really good uh, metaphor. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll go back to another, I guess, final topic about simplifying and why it's important, right? And I think uh, simplifying, the reason why it's it's super, super important is that 
if you don't simplify, you'll end up drowning in anxiety. You'll end up drowning in decision paralysis, right? Um, you'll end up making the wrong decisions in your life, and you'll end up being burnt out, burnt out and unhappy, yeah. right? You feel like you're outputting so much energy with no progress. Like imagine how discouraging is it if you work super hard and you're not getting and going where you want to. You're getting nothing out of it, nothing to show for it. At least. Is that even? Would you be happy? No, no, right? Because you're not getting better. You're not improving. Like not to say that like you know, um, certain things you're counting your success based on what you've achieved. But the fact that you're progressing in some way or growing in some way, it starts unloading the burden, it unloading the burden. It brings happiness. It brings clarity, fulfillment, right? And, uh, you're able to help more people around you because if you're, stuck in one place and you're burnt out and you're frustrated and you're anxious and depressed you're not helping nobody and you're especially not helping yourself right um what are what are some habits i think in your personal life that you mm -hmm. use you know to help streamline your life like maybe it's email spam maybe it's too many push notifications maybe it's just too many phone calls or whatever it is that's pulling you in different directions Mm -hmm. what what do you do I think I block my days. I, it's funny, dude. Um, so, like the mornings, I know what I'm doing. In the app, the mo- and then a- afternoon to evenings, I know what I'm doing. Do you set your most important tasks to do first in the day, mm-hmm. and then progress later on, or are there important tasks throughout the entire day? Just just to pick your brain. Sure. Um, I spend the morning pro- uh, doing the prioritizing because I actually think that's the most critical aspect the planning that's the source right so if you don't move from the source and know which direction you're moving that day you're you're, the world's going to determine for you which way they want to pull you and most of the time if you let the world decide which way they want to pull you it's going to pull you in all directions it's going to pull you in all directions and you're going to be in the same place that you left your house but if you spend that beginning morning time identifying which direction you're going prioritizing for that day to accomplish that goal that you're trying to eventually do and you make that eliminate distractions yep and you say hey this day is successful if i accomplish those three things today what are the three business things that i'm trying to do today what are three personal things that i'm trying to do today and that's all i'm doing right so the the morning I, i i spend a lot of my time doing that if not on paper uh, in Evernote, I use Evernote to kind of do stuff like that, um, and so that's that's kind of maybe one habit maybe that I formulated to make sure that that I'm moving in the the right direction, you know. Um, yeah. But what about yourself, sir? For me, I I use this diagram since we're talking about diagrams. Um, mm-hmm. It's a four quadrant diagram, right? I don't know if you've read uh, this book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah, Steve Covey. I've I've heard of it, and I've heard of the the quadrant, yeah. Yeah, the quadrant, in a nutshell, is basically the time management quadrant. Mm -hmm. In life, there's really two to four categories of things. There's things that are important and things that are not important. That's very obvious, right? It's very easy to understand. What's important? You know, making yourself healthy, 
progressing your career or accomplishing what it is that you want to do. That Those are the things that are important to you. You have to decide what's important for you. What's not important is everything that's gets in, that gets in the way of it. But what's more complex and what I like about this diagram is what's urgent and what's not urgent. And that, I think, is the part where we drop the ball on. Urgent means this has to be addressed right now, whether because of the universe, because of what the world demands of you, or because of the crisis or whatever situation you're in. What's non-urgent means it can wait. It's really not that important. Like, it will have to be resolved eventually, but it doesn't have to be resolved right now. For example, if, you're, if your friend is passing out you know, or having a seizure, you know, in the middle of having lunch. Nothing else matters at that moment. That is the most urgent thing. You might have a sales call that you're trying to close an order with, you know, but that can wait. You've got to make sure that your friend's not incapacitated and dead, you know, passed out in front of you at this restaurant, right? That, that's an example, but it's super extreme, but you know, you know what I mean. But I, I do, yeah. Ideally, you don't want to live in that crowd. <laughs> you don't want to be in that situation where someone's pointing a gun to your head, right? Nothing else matters at that moment. Except saving your own ass, and make sure you don't get shot or dead. You're dead. You're dead. You know, or your car accident, or whatever. But um, where most people drop the ball is they know what's important and they address what's urgent. But the killer is where they do non-important things that are urgent, right? Maybe it's an angry client, you know, that's blowing up with you, the escalation. But you know it's gonna drain five hours of your day, or it's gonna make you unhappy for the rest of the day. You know, but you feel compelled and obligated to to deal with that task, even though there are other tasks that are more important and more urgent. They're, you know, that's not important. Eventually, you'll have to resolve it, but it's actually not urgent. You know, it can be resolved later. Yep. And I think what you do really well is you focus on what's not urgent, but is important. And that's the quadrant where forward-thinking people or people who think big picture, who think long-term, who actually plan and delegate uh, thriving is that quadrant where you actually know that this thing is really important, although it doesn't demand my immediate attention right now because it's not urgent, it is something that I have to invest in daily so that in the long-term I will be successful and fruitful in that, that section. So what, what would this look like? You know, What's a non- urgent but important task that you should do mm -hmm. keeping yourself physically in the best condition possible right your physical health another one might be feeding your brain you know it may not be that you have to read or finish this book today or the books that you set out the topics that you set out to learn uh, tomorrow or you want to learn a new skill yeah no one's demanding that the deadline is today but you know that if you put that off that will come to bite you back in the ass because it's going to hold you back from getting you where you want to be so you constantly develop habits of reading maybe one chapter, two chapters, listening to 30 to 40 minutes of Audible you know, each day to feed your brain. Although it's not urgent, you know that long-term this is going to be important and going to build up. Maybe it's starting an investment account or a retirement account because although you're not retiring today, in 60 years, 50 years, you're going to thank yourself that you did this important task so that in the future when things become urgent, you have it handled. Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's that ability to differentiate between urgent and non-urgent things. Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of what the four quadrant is about. 100%. And yeah. I, I think that comes with foresight. Um, perfect example and perfect analogy, I would say, is you want to dig your well before you're thirsty. Yeah. If you keep pulling from your well and once it goes empty, you got a number of water, you're going to die of thirst. 
You want to dig your well before you're thirsty. So I think it goes back to what you said. Simplicity is important, but sometimes it may be complex. And I think the most complex part is the planning and prioritization. Mm -hmm. But once you have the prioritization and the elimination down, you know exactly what your goal is, everything becomes really simple. It's just a matter of just doing one or two things that matter each and every day. And that's a perfect way to end it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, guys. Thanks for listening. Yep. And if you enjoyed our podcast, um, it'd really help us if you uh, left a review um, and write any feedback, maybe uh, in the comments, add uh, some topics that you want us to talk about. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Yeah. Anything else to add, Stuart? Um, also, feel free to share. You know, We want to foster a community. If you have any habits that you think helps other people simplify their lives, share one or two good practices that you apply every day. Awesome, man. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you.